everybody. Welcome to another edition of Modern Mom Life Live, and I'm your host, Michelle Hancock. I'm excited to be here on this Friday. The sun is finally shining. I live in Texas, and the weather has just been a little bonkers lately. I'm getting a little bit of stir craziness <laughs> from being iced in with my kids for several days, but they did go back to school today, so I have some time to chat with Blanca, and she is the owner of Over the Moon's Tents. We're going to talk about how she turned her passion into a business. I'm really excited to hear from her because she has one of the cutest businesses. It's the sleepover um, event design, and she's very, very creative. So I'm very curious to hear about how she turned her passion into a profitable business. So stay tuned for that. But before we get to that, I just a few reminders. Um, this is part of the Modern Mom Life community, and we have a blog over at modernmomlife.com where I share all sorts of fun crafts, recipes, but then we also go over topics on parenting, some fun, some not so fun. Right now, I'm sharing 30 um, 30 tips online, internet tips, safety tips for kids, which is very important, sharing some statistics that are, some of which are very shocking, and a tool named Bark that helps monitor your internet um, for your kids. So it's very important. So log on over at modernmomlife.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, all the fun stuff, Pinterest even. Um, but let's get started. I'm going to go ahead and bring Blanca on. Let's see here. Invite to speak. Still trying to figure this app out. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to ask. Um, we're going to take most of the questions towards the end of the show, I believe. But let me let me see if she's on. Blanca, if you can unmute your mic. I just want to test. Are you there? Yes, ma'am. Oh, thank you so much for joining. This is going to be a good chat. Um, and Blanca, let me make sure I am saying your last name right because I always butcher them. But I, I'm going to think I think I got it. Blanca Amezcua. You got it. Yes. Yes. Okay, perfect. Okay, well, thanks for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me here on uh, your show. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to have you on. And how we met is on, like I meet a lot of people, is online. (laughs) I, I We followed each other on Instagram, and I was just blown away by your creative um, sleepover tent parties. It's, it's, it's a popular trend that I wish we had when we were growing up. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Um, I think it's a fun way to have uh, sleepovers nowadays. Yeah. So before we dive into that, I'm just going to go over, um, your bio, which I, I have a little bit of a snippet. Um, you are the founder of over the moon tents, which I love that business name. It's so cute. Um, here in prosper, Texas, which if you're not from Texas, it's, um, North of Dallas. Sometimes people are like, Oh, is that Oklahoma? And I'm like, no, it's (laughs) prosper. Um, but yes, we are a growing town. Um, but yeah, so you, um, have the business over the moon tents and what it is, is it's yourself and your mother. So I do want to talk about that later about working with your mother, because I, I can imagine that's, you know, it's, it's a fun thing to do, but also maybe like yeah. my mother and I, I don't know, <laughs> but that's, that's really cool that it's a family business. And with that, your focus is providing a stress-free sleepover setup for any celebration, um, so it doesn't have to be just birthdays. It can be whatever people come up with or yourself. Cool. Um, yeah. So even though it's, you know, focus is more on kids and teenagers, I'm sure you can fulfill any dream. I mean, like a Galentine's, that would be a really good idea. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I can't wait to pick your brain on being creative and owning a business at the same time. Um, and you right now are a stay-at-home mom, but in the past, you uh, in your past life, you were a kindergarten teacher. So I can't wait to hear about that and how that is still. If you if you miss it or if you if you're glad you're not doing that anymore, like I'm sure it's a mixed <laughs> bag. You know, it's, yes. it's, it's I've, I've heard pros and cons of teaching right now in the pandemic, but oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. So welcome. So just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how you got into this business. Yes. Okay. So like you said, my name is Blanca Mesqua. Uh, I moved to Plano when I was in the seventh grade and I actually met my husband and my husband there. We uh, didn't date until we were in high school and we married in 2010. And like you mentioned, I was a kindergarten teacher for six years and um, I had my first child. So I stayed home, but um, I was ready to go back out there and I became a pre-K teacher just because uh, schedule-wise, it worked better. And so I was there for four years, but uh, my second child was born, and it just got harder with, with their schedule. And my husband, my husband's job is very demanding as uh, travel-wise goes. So I decided to just stay home Um and be a stay-at-home mom with my nine and nine-year-old girl and my four-year-old boy. How did you know, How did you know it was the right decision for you? Because I'm sure there's some people listening that are like, you know, I'm a, I work outside the home right now, but I'm I'm really toying with the idea of being a stay-at-home mom. Um, how did you come to that decision? Well, it was definitely uh, difficult because I love teaching. I mean, um, I love you know lesson planning. I, I love it all. But um, like I said, it was becoming to it was getting to the point that I had no clue what my uh, nine year old well, back then, you know, my first child was learning. My second child felt like he was just getting the leftovers. So I, I it was it was time to, you know, stop working and well, not stop working because you never stop working at home. But I, it was time for me to quit my job and just, you know, focus on my kids until, you know, they were of age where I could do something. And well, here I am. Yeah. And it's, it's a, it's a very hard decision. I did the same thing. I wasn't in teaching, but I was in marketing and special event planning. And I just found my heart was just earning, you know, I just wanted to be at home. So uh, but I didn't want to give up. For me personally, I still wanted an outlet to to work at home, which is kind of what you're doing as well. You still have the best of both worlds, which a lot of people that maybe don't have that may find it's glamorous, but it is. It's still work. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> so um, I did before we jumped on. I did do some research in Shopify, which is a popular online shop platform. That's where I sell a lot of my printables online. They did a survey. Um, last year of 1,500 parents in the United States and 62% of the mothers said they were interested in supplementing their income with more than half of the moms reporting at least some interest in starting their own business. So I think, especially with the pandemic, with people being at home more, uh, we're, we're looking for ways to contribute financially to the, to the household, but also, you know, enjoy what we do, not just waste time. 
Um, but of that survey, they said, um, 44% said they are either slightly or moderately interested in starting a business. So not everybody, but one in six mothers indicated that they are very interested in starting, starting a business. So we've got a lot of interest out there for people, um, that want to start the business. How, how did you come to the idea of the idea of your business? Um, well, the business began because my daughter wanted to have a sleepover and it was right after, you know, um, well, the start of the pandemic. Yeah. So I, I, we didn't celebrate, you know, the first year of it. So the next year I was like, okay, we're ready to do this. So I wanted to, you know, wow her. And so the tents just seemed like a great idea. So I planned her birthday and I've always enjoyed, you know, planning birthdays um I guess the teacher and me the planning mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was uh, and I was always willing to help my friends because I do have fun planning birthday parties and celebrations and uh, many people were always like well you should do this as a business you know um start something and as I planned and executed the sleepover that's when I was like this this is it this is my calling of the sleepovers and I think that's great that you picked up on going with something that people were telling you, like you, you were already so like passionate and talented about, like if, if there's anyone listening, that's like, I don't know what I want to do, mm-hmm. um, you know, pick up on those cues. And also I mean, you're going to spend a lot of time working on launching your business. So you want to, you want to do something that I feel like you're passionate and excited about and not something that feels like work. Does that make sense? No, yes, <laughs> um, no, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's, and there's so many different angles for you with your, with the party planning. Have you now that was a little risky to start a party planning business um, during the <laughs> pandemic. However, are you seeing um, more business lately? Like, do you feel like you were you ever worried or had doubts about that in the beginning? I did. Um, I definitely did. So I figured, you know, um, I'm sure family and friends would be the first ones to trust me, and they sure did. Um, I started with a a friend uh, that I met when our kids were babies in 2012, and she she was like, "Come on, yeah, let's do this." And of course, we take all the precaution, you know, all the possible ways we can to stay healthy, and um, so it was hard. But I just knew we were all willing to give our kids a little something after the tough year they've had. So uh, it's picked up a lot now. Yeah, like I was just looking at my March calendar and I'm like, okay, well, there goes that weekend and that weekend and that weekend, which is great, you know? Yeah, I feel like people are more comfortable now. And with the sleepovers, they're a little smaller groups than the blowout um, huge party. So I think you definitely have the advantage. And it's such a visual business that the work work just speaks for itself. so tell me about working with your mom. I want to, I want to know about that. What, how does she help out? What, how do you guys work together on that? Well, my mom is actually a teacher. So uh, she's, she's still working. Um, so the way she helps me, you know, is really supportive because uh, I come up with the planning. I'm mainly the planning and she just uh, helps with the setups, the actual setups, because they do take a while. We have to build the actual tent, you know, the wood 
um, at the house and, you know, inflate the mattresses. So it takes a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not. So you guys do all the setup. You don't just drop it off and say, peace out. No, no. We, we actually do it just because I know how hard it is for a mom to, you know, you're planning a party, sleepover, whatever it is. You have so much on your plate that we do the setup for you. I love that. That's so convenient. That's that's yes. (laughs) Yes. So then she helps with that. Um, and then also my mom and I just, I, we get along great. We're very, very lucky. Um, that, you know, we complement each other and she's always so willing to help. Um, my dad also sometimes gets dragged into it and (laughs) my husband, you know, with the kids, like, can you take care of them or can you, so it really is a family, um, business, but we're very lucky that I think we're all pretty calm and mellow that our, you know, personalities just mix well. Well, I love that you get the whole family involved. I feel like that really shows like a work ethic, um, the importance of work worth I cannot talk work ethic and, and your kids I mean they're seeing mom like slay out there and I think that's great um and you're being creative and um you know coming up with a business idea where you can spend more time with them and then get the kids involved uh I think that's great um so what what do you feel like your best I'm just curious how your marketing wise like where do you find the most effort that you're getting like how do you market your business or is your business mainly like word of mouth like if somebody were to start a business what what would you tell them to do when it comes to like marketing and launching your business and getting people excited well i really think we're very lucky um for instagram um i know facebook is great too but instagram uh just seems to be um trending more into the let me just you know hashtag sleepovers per se or you Mm -hmm. know ice cream whatever it is then you find so many ideas and just even doing your hashtag you know allen texas or whatever area you're in and since it's a free i mean it really is free all you have to do is post and you know invite people to uh, follow you so i i think that instagram is a great platform for free advertisement. We are working on a website. Um, but like I said, we've only been into this for about six months. So slowly getting there slowly. Yeah, that's great. No, I would say, um, and you're, you're consistent. You're very consistent with posting and engaging with other people. And I think that helps too. I mean, sometimes when I go and I look at a vendor, if I see they haven't posted anything and like, a year, I'm like, are they, what's going on here? Are they still in business? You know? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. What, what happened? Um, but with that, the rise of, you know, TikTok and Instagram reels are good. Um, anything that's video and visual, I think is perfect um, for sure. And what are, what are some of your popular, I'm just curious from a mom's standpoint, par- party things. Do you have one party thing that's being requested more than the others? Well, right now it's um, this purple and turquoise. Like, you know, I just have uh-huh. this purple and turquoise set up and I constantly get asked, oh, we love the purple and turquoise. And I have many colors. I mean, I have pink and white and black, gray, but that purple and turquoise is the most popular. And all I do is twitch a little. Um, I 
own a silhouette and I try to personalize each party so that it is unique. So, uh, you know, one of them was um, out of this world. So I made little banners of stars shining, you know. I have one coming up of mermaid. So I'll come up with an idea of what to do for a banner that goes well with the turquoise and the purple <laughs> and the mermaid. But yes, definitely the purple and the turquoise. I'm working more on the boys. I, I need um, boys. I know they're out there. I know they want sleepovers. So uh, I'm yeah. slowly working on that. Well, let me ask you, um, you know, running a silhouette machine, which if people don't know what that is, it's it's similar to Cricut. And, it, you know, it, it makes all sorts of crafty things out of paper, wood, vinyl, all that stuff. Um, how do you find time? How old are your kids again? My, yeah, nine and four. Okay. So when mommy's doing all these things, like I, I'm, I'm just envisioning, like, how do you keep them like focused out of your hair <laughs> when you're working at home? Cause a lot of moms are going to be like, I want to start this business, but holy cow, my kids are always around or like, w- what are some tips that you could give people on doing those types of things? Well, you see, I'm a little spoiled. Um, they both go to school. So yeah, <laughs> that helps. That, that definitely helps. Yes, that's the time that I uh, schedule, you know, for most of it. But, of course, you know, there's a time that the sleepover is the next day and I need to get going. Um, my nine-year-old is amazing and she's always willing to, you know, entertain the four-year-old, which I know it's not very common so I just, I really have to give it to my nine-year-old <laughs> to that's, help me. That's amazing. And of course, my husband, of course, I cannot forget my husband. But um, yeah, the days that uh, he is, you know, working or out of town or something, then the nine-year-old takes over and she just plays nice. with him. That is super nice. So let me ask you, when you told your husband um, you were going to launch a business, what what was his initial reaction? Because I feel like some some women may feel like not intimidated, but like, I don't know, my husband might think this is crazy. Like, uh, was he supportive from the beginning? Yes. Oh, good. Good. No, he's the one that pushed me. He's like, well, now that you have everything for you, because like I said, I started with my uh, daughter's sleepover. So he's like, what are we going to do with all this? You know, the wood, the tents, the inflatable bed. <laughs> and he's like, are you starting a business? And I was like, sure. <laughs> so he's the one that pushes me. I'm the scary cat. I'm the one that's always, you know, unsure, you know. And he's like, nope, go for it. You can do this. So he's extremely I love that. Supportive. That's a good balance. I feel like it's a really good balance because, yes. you know, you're, you're, like you said, you were scared, but he's like, do this. I think that really helps to have that support from your family. Um, I know before I quit my, I, I call it a real job, but you know, my corporate job, um, you know, I was very, I had so much anxiety about it because I'm like, Oh my God, what if I fail? What if I do this? And at first my husband was like, okay, we got to have some savings first before you just jump shit. But uh, yeah. <laughs> he came around and then once he saw that you could make money from it, he was like, oh my God, whoa. <laughs> but um, I, I definitely, he was supportive, but he was very um, conservative too. Like, uh, ee, uh um, but oh, he was probably also tired of hearing me complain a lot about like yeah. being stuck in traffic and not seeing my kids here and there. So he finally caved, but um, <laughs> that was well, my experience. I- 
that was too. I'm bored. I'm bored because he travels a lot. So it's difficult for me to have a job, you know, sure. just because he'll be like, I'm going out of town tomorrow. So I can't tell my job, well, tomorrow I can't quite make it to work yeah. because I have to pick up the kids. So, yeah, he heard a lot of me, um, of my whining. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm very transparent. I can be very annoying when I want something. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, no, I think that's great that you have that in, you know, if you don't want to work, uh, you don't really necessarily have to, I mean, you can kind of go with, you know, your schedule. What do you think? What, I mean, we see a lot of moms that are entrepreneurs. Why do you think that they can, they are the best entrepreneurs or what characteristics do you feel like makes moms a good business? Well, I, I just think we're amazing at fulfilling, you know, the multiple responsibilities, you know, taking care of the house, taking care of the kids, you know, making sure everything's available. Um, we juggle many schedules, your schedule, when you're working, when you're not working, um, the husband schedules, the kids schedules. Uh, we've also learned to deal with multiple personalities because I'm sure I'm not the one <laughs> that has two kids with 100% opposite personalities. So I think we're just, you know, we're natural leaders and we find ourselves um, fixing and <laughs> definitely problem solving. Problem solving. Sure. Yes. So I think we're, we're just meant to be entrepreneurs. <laughs> I definitely agree. And also, I think well, even if even if you're not a creative person, um, there's still business ideas out there for you. I mean, there's several jobs, um, maybe people like a real estate agent, people love, maybe you love selling houses or meeting or seeing houses, talking to people right. and meeting new people. I mean, yeah, you could be creative in your marketing and stuff, but I, I feel like don't limit yourself if you feel like you're not creative. I mean, there are a lot of um, businesses that are focused on creativity, um, like baking and what you do and some other pretty things on Instagram. But I would I would tell women not, not to limit themselves. And But I would also say, do you feel like um, there were some things that you found out that you didn't think of when you started your business that you were like, oh, wow, I, I, or you know, I don't want to give the perception to people that it's all roses and butterflies and unicorns. I mean, it, it does take work. Is there any advice you would give someone that's considering it about that aspect of business? Yeah, well, I think um, I think the hardest step is saying, yes, I can do it because you doubt yourself so much. But um you just learn so much in the process, not only by your business, but by yourself. And um, you just have to go for it. Uh, once you find your ideal business, you're just, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to have fun and you're, I think you will, re you will not regret starting your business, but you will mm -hmm. regret not doing it. And I've done that before. You know, I've, I've thought about it before. Well, what if I was a party planner it's always been in the back of my mind and I think it would have been so much better if I would have started you know a year ago but you have to start somewhere you have to go for it and trust yourself that you can do it that's a great piece of advice I, I feel like sometimes people let their age or their situation just limit them mm -hmm. but we're we're seeing people 
start new businesses at 50 years old or becoming successful, you know, at older ages and stuff like that. Um, and I think that's always, if anything, we have learned over the past two years is that you can definitely pivot and change what you're yes. doing or what you want to be or, you know, I know that when we were growing up, it was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, mm -hmm. you know, I, there's so many different facets to that and you don't, we are fortunate um, to be able to make decisions like that and have freedom on what we want to do and fail. I right. mean, I think, yeah. I think it's okay to fail at certain things um, like marketing, for example, I've tried so many different things with some of my clients and some things work and some things don't work, but if you never try, you'll never know. And that's kind of what you were saying about, you know, launching and going into that business. So I think that's, that's a wonderful piece of advice um, is just testing it out and seeing where you go. Did you, did you do any research or did you just jump right in and you're kind of learning as, as you go along? Well, um, I started on Pinterest. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's the best place. <laughs> yeah. So I said sleepovers and I started seeing, you know, pictures of tents and it took some research to figure out the wood, you know, the this and that. Um, I executed my daughter's birthday and I learned a lot because I'm like, well, I needed this. I needed that. So then uh, when I was ready to uh, do my first sleepover for business, that's when I had to write down exactly what I needed. And I think I learned at each new sleepover. You learn something new. Um, I had to learn to, you know, <clears throat> measure out the space where people wanted to have their sleepovers because it does take quite a bit some room so each sleepover teaches me something and I think that's just the best way to learn once you're in the field going for it definitely so how do you is well let me ask you is it even possible to have balance between all these things that's going on in your life um do you have any time management tips or we kind of talked about that earlier but I mean is it possible or is entrepreneurship just going to be one big like crazy like fire you know what I'm saying like sometimes do you have any tips so we don't get to that point yeah well um I think I'm I have a hard time balancing because uh I put all my effort and energy into creating the sleep the ideal sleepover for the well and that and you're still in your baby I would say you're still in the baby infancy of your launch so that was first couple or at least a year you want to put all your driving force behind the launch. So I'd imagine you're probably really dedicated to that. Yes. Yes. So it's, it's still hard, but I don't think it's impossible. I mean, um, you know, setting a schedule, knowing how many hours to work, knowing when to stop, you know, as soon as the kids of course get home, it's my stopping point and drive them to their activities. And if I need to, once they're asleep, keep going. So I think, I think I'll find that. But like you said, I'm still in the process of uh, learning, but um, it's, it's just fun. I mean, I really do enjoy this and that's probably part of the reason why I can't stop because I'm having so much fun that I just keep planning and planning and planning and, you know, well, what if I did this or that? So, yeah. And again, that's, that was great because you found something that you're very passionate about and you could turn that into a business. Uh, I think once 
once what you're working on it no longer fulfills you in that manner, it's kind of hard to get motivated. And I mean, because you don't have a boss over your shoulder. You are that person. Mm-hmm. So you have to do it yourself. Um, where do you see yourself in a few years with this business? Are you, do you have plans for growth or? Yes, yes, I think so. Um, it is like we mentioned earlier, a family business. So I think um, slowly but surely we'll continue to grow and uh, hopefully uh, provide a wonderful experience for the kids or like I said, not only kids, but you know, adult, uh, adults too. Uh, all these, all my mom friends are like, I need a sleepover. Well, yeah, I think it'll be fun. I mean, yeah, we need some self care. <laughs> we need a spa. We need the spa to come with it, and all right. That stuff. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, no, I'll that would be on that. Yeah, sign me up. Um, well, how do you find time to be creative? Because I know if, sometimes if you get too overwhelmed and stressed with just the ins and out of you know motherhood, it can be hard to. For A, find the energy. Are there any things that you, you know, do you have any hobbies or anything that you like to kind of spur your creativity? Um, I, I guess this is my main hobby, but yes, I mean, I, fo- I actually follow a lot of um, Instagram pages that people create, you know, so it just gives me some inspiration to um, make my own creations. Um, uh, what else do I do? I guess um, I get on my bike from time to time. Um, I own a Peloton and one, you know, as I'm listening to the um, the coach or whatever you want to call them, uh, I'm also, you know, thinking in the back of my head, oh, I could do this. So it's a great way to help me escape for a little bit, but then get back into my creative side of it. No, I think that's great finding time to work out. My Peloton is um, collecting dust right now, (laughs) but I'm going to get back on it. My God. Uh, No, I love the Peloton when I'm on it. It's just funny. uh, This sidebar, I got it for myself and my husband was very, "Uh, we're never going to use that. And now he's the one that gets on it every day. I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, the tables have turned. Uh, (laughs) But it's a great, it's great to get moving and escape from that and get your endorphins going for sure. Uh, Well, let's see, what else have we talked about? Um, Golly, I, I just feel like there's so many possibilities with entrepreneurship and women in general. Um, like you mentioned, we are just go-getters. We have so many ideas. My problem is I want to do them all, but I've had to slowly be like, you know what? You can you can do everything, but not everything at the same time. Right. <laughs> like, Slow yeah. down, girl. So, um, so, yeah, and I think once that business doesn't become – uh, it doesn't become enjoyable for you anymore. If it's sucking the passion out of you, then you may need to pivot and decide what you want to do after that. But um, I think, like you said, I think my key takeaway here is you never know if you never try. And if this is something that's a burning desire for a person, I think you should definitely give it a shot, you know? Right, right. Yeah. So, the, you know, there's been a lot of negatives this past few years, but I've seen a lot of positives with, with people just going out and saying, you know, maybe what I've been doing for the past couple of years isn't working. I'm going to try something new. And then they end up really loving it. So absolutely. Um, absolutely. Right. If, if not now, I don't know when, right. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, good. Well, okay. Well, I think we've covered up. I you have given us so much, many things to think about. I if I didn't if I didn't already own two businesses, I'd probably start a third. No I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, no, slow down. I'm like a serial <laughs> entrepreneur. I need to stop. Um, but no, I love what you're doing. I think it's fun. I mean, who can be mad at the sleepover lady when she shows up with these beautiful tents and inflatables that are going to make your kids happy? Can you tell us where we can follow you and sign up to use your services? Yes. Uh, we're Right now we're on Facebook and Instagram. We're working on a website. But um, both um, Facebook and Instagram is Over the Moon Tents TX. So Perfect. And if, if our listeners are local and they want to use you, um, how far out do you deliver? I'm just curious on that. Well, right now we're doing uh, North Texas, DFW area. I mean, okay. you contact us. We'll, we'll probably do it. We're just so well, happy. Maybe, do, maybe put on a gas mileage fee if they're too far, but especially if the gas prices rise tomorrow, which oh. I keep hearing. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but yeah, so that's perfect. But otherwise I would say, even if you don't live in North Texas, give her a follow. She has some really beautiful, creative parties that I'm like, uh, I just get blown away of. I'm like, you know, I love to use my cricket, and I, I it's kind of like the Peloton over here. It's collecting some <laughs> dust, but you know, I have to like reteach myself how to learn it. Um, oh, yeah. Well, this is just a side note. Did you did you just learn how to teach yourself how to use it, or did you go online and through Pinterest and learn? So uh, yeah, I self taught, and then I did a lot of YouTube videos, Pinterest, um, and now. I know I keep saying Instagram. I, I keep pushing Instagram. They're not paying me or anything, but they're so <laughs> we wish they were. <laughs> I know. But uh, there are, you know, if you just put silhouette uh, tutorial or cricket tutorial, um, it just works great. Um, I follow a girl here locally, Creations Nanny, and she's always giving tips. Oh, cool. So I have to check her out. Yes. Um, yes, yes. Uh, now, this is the, the only thing. So she does a lot of uh, Spanish videos, but... Oh, okay. Well, yeah. you know, I took four years of Spanish, <laughs> but I, I'm very rusty. <laughs> you can practice the Spanish in the... <laughs> yeah. But and yeah. we've got we've got Encanto playing nonstop here. And now my kids have, um, they play it in Spanish now. It's hilarious. I'm like, okay, well, we're learning both. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, but it is it is a good skill set to have for sure. Yes. Um, well, thank you so much. And like I said, you guys go give her a follow over on social. Thank you for spending a few moments with us. I know it's been a very crazy week in parenting here in Texas because we've been iced in for a day or so and late start with school. So I appreciate you being flexible. Um, oh, I'm going to publish this and we'll promote it. And then if anyone has any questions, please let us know. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And we'll see you on Instagram. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. You did too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.